Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerd Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. He's Jared Wackerly. What's up? No Garrett Price this week. <laughs> What's up? Um, we're here talking <laughs> Dynasty Fans Football on a massive week. It's uh, for us Dynasty Fans Football players, for us NFL fans as a whole, one of the funnest weeks of the year. I mean, look at me. My team doesn't have a first round pick, a second round pick. I'm still stoked because of all the Dynasty implications. Oh, you're talking about the Browns. Involved. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I'm in the leagues with you. You definitely have the 101 in one of them. Well, if you're talking about my dynasty teams, I don't have first and second round picks either because uh, <laughs> I get rid of those. But I have a lot to say about that as well. Uh, this draft class is going to kind of hold uh, a little water for that. So it is NFL draft week as we all prepare for the uh, draft, as we get ready for our rookie drafts. Most leagues start their rookie draft the Monday after the NFL draft. I know all my leagues, if they're paid for, start that Monday. So that's exciting. And we will have a show out for everybody uh, Sunday night. Right, Jared? Yeah. So we'll have the Dice Nerds podcast out Sunday night. We're going to record that on Sunday. Um, so we break down the draft for you, readjust our rankings right away so we can talk about it. Um, and in this show, we're going to give you our pre-draft rankings. So we have our top 30 rookie rankings here, um, pre-draft. So this is basically a film grade Kind of, you know, the nerd score dropped last week. If you're a nerd, remember, get on there uh, or check out YouTube. Yeah, we just did a live stream last night, actually. Uh, Garrett and I went for two and a half hours. So check out the YouTube channel. We break down our top tens at each position, and then we kind of look back at top five all times at both positions and just answer some questions. But yeah, it was a good show. If you're unfamiliar with the nerd uh, score, it is part of the nerd herd package. And what it is, is it's... It's their grade strictly on film. And right now, you know, our friend David Zach, he does a case study, and our nerd scores are actually have outproduced NFL GMs and NFL draft. So NFL draft capital, yeah. NFL draft capital. Uh, so in regards to fantasy game. scoring. Correct. Yeah. So check that out. And, you know, the nerd herd has got so much to offer. Last minute tapes uh, study. And as you get ready for your rookie draft, you want to look at your team, right? Like, what are my needs? What are my league mates teams as well? Because in Dynasty, it's not just about you. It's about what your league mates need as well and how can you pilfer them for the goods that you need <laughs> to dominate pilfer. them. That's right. Give me your stuff. Arg. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's that a Vikings. Vikings are giving me your stuff. I don't know what stuff. that means. Pilfer? Yeah. To uh, Trent steal. Dilfer? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like kind of like Trent Dilfer. Hmm. Yeah. Stealing. Stealing Super Bowls. But <laughs> Trent Pilfer. So um, it's a great tool to have. The League Analyzer is the best tool. Tell people about the live stream for the NFL draft that we're going to have live on the Dynasty Nerds YouTube channel. Why don't you tell them about it? Because you know so much more than I do, probably. (laughs) Dan Toomey. (laughs) Dan Toomey. Tim Martins will be live on the Dynasty Nerds YouTube channel for Thursday and Friday of the NFL draft covering the first and the second and third rounds and just how these players being selected where they go impacts our dynasty roster. So I think it's definitely something to have like on the side while you're watching. I mean, everybody likes to watch the actual sure draft. Yeah. So, I mean, all the content that you could possibly get, you can't get enough of it. And they, you know, got a lot of time, time content coming to the YouTube channel. Kind of content. Yeah. That's how I do it. That's so, easy for um, you to say. All right. And if you want, like, you know, so we have all those tools. We're talking about the app as well. And 
Well, the app is coming. It's in beta. <laughs> We're beta testing it right now. It's yeah. like literally in people's phones right now. I have it on my phone. Yeah. yeah. It's and on my phone. I'll show it to you on the YouTube, but I can't because I'm talking. So I have the app on my phone. It's coming soon. If you want the nerd score, the film room, the extra podcast, the G- Dynasty GM, the greatest tool, Dynasty tool out there, all you got to do is go out and uh, check out Underdog Fantasy. And you're like, Rich, Underdog Fantasy, how do I play? It's simple. You go out there, you join a league, you draft. You never touch it again because it's best ball. So set your best lineup every single week for you. And then you win tons of cash because you listen to us and you're making all the right fantasy football moves. And they have tons of leagues on there. $10, $3, $1. You know, there's tons of leagues you get on there with one person, three person. They have their uh, $10 best ball super flex contacts going right now. $100,000 the first place. $500,000 in total prizes. They, in the summer, they're going to have their big... Um, Best Ball Mania, which is you can win $2 million. And yes, you can win. I know somebody that won $2 million. So you can out there win $2 million, uh, it win $100,000. It, it was, was not you. It was not me. You're still sitting here. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it's just a really fun way to, in the summer, to draft, stay on top of it if you're in redraft, and just get that, you know, it's fun. Like it's, how many how many people join new Dynasty Leagues just because they want to do the startup draft, right? Like, how many people that play Dynasty just do redraft just because they want to draft a team and they don't have to worry about it like long term? Drafting fantasy teams is a fun thing to do. And that's what Underdog Fantasy does. It lets you draft teams and then win money on top of it. And right now, use the promo code NERDS. You're going to get double your deposit. So if you've been $10 up to $100, they're going to give you double the money in there. And on top of that, you're going to get a free one-year subscription to the NERDS. It's going to power you for 12 months, get you through the whole rookie season, Realize it's the greatest subscription in the world. Join us forever. Be part of the NerdHerd family forever. Don't go anywhere after. And we'll all grow together. Kicker for life. Yeah. Yeah, Kicker another nice perk we just added recently is our Discord, too, which is members only. We just eclipsed 3,000 people in there. Nice. And that's, man, we there's so much more than NerdHerd we need to get in there still. But um, it's it's awesome because I mean it's strictly the nerd herd. People are talking trades. People are talking just general dynasty strategy, commissioner questions. People are posting leagues to play with other nerd herd members in there. So it's a good perk. And if you're already a member, we're gonna send you the most comfortable shirt uh, in the world. Matt's got this sweet Look Raiders one on. Pecs. I'm wearing I'm wearing the Jets Jets one Look for the Aaron Rodgers trade. Hits. Uh, <laughs> Easy. So check it out. Sorry. Promo code nerds. Yeah, speaking of the Aaron Rodgers trade, before we go on to, uh, on to that, oh, we'll get in the hot tub later this week. Together. Um, I think I think this, well, I want to get your guys' opinion on this before we get these rookies. The Aaron Rodgers trade. Yep. I think this is a really good time to buy Zach Wilson in Superflex. Oh my gosh, no. You, oh my gosh, put yourself over there. I ugh. Dude, a, a year or two to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and learn who his idol. So somebody could really, like, he's actually going to like take it in and learn and de- sit and develop, which is he probably should have done in the first place, which some rookies really need to do. It's what Aaron Rodgers did for a couple of years. So I think it's a good time. I mean, Listen, what, is, I, for what me, is Zach Wilson going to cost you in this draft? A third I'm, round I'm pick? I'm looking it up on the on the trade browser. That, good, that's a good, that's a great place to start. And and I'm for me, GM it, it, it couldn't get worse for him. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? 23 like, fourth. Yeah, that's... A boom shakalaka. Two, two trades for just a fourth-round pick. It couldn't get worse for him. A third and sitting, a third. Sitting could benefit him, and at that price... It, are those the super flex prices? Yes. Super flex prices. That's, that's free. I mean, that's, I would do that. Yeah, like yeah. That, that's worth that's the gamble. Mentioned. Yeah. At, um, at that kind First of price. First-round quarterback. Yeah, a fourth-round draft. Driver. Chase Brown? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm dead serious. I'd rather draft Zach Wilson, sit on him for two years, and see if he gets opportunity. Because, listen, he'll either... 
He'll learn behind Rodgers, and the Jets will just move on from Zach Wilson right. together. And guess what? Some team will give Zach Wilson an opportunity, 100%. He'll get an opportunity. If all he He's does is if all, if all he does is sit and you don't see him in game action at all, he probably will get another opportunity. <clears throat> I agree with that sentiment. So if he, if he, you know, obviously if he gets to play somewhere and it looks like crap, that might be it for him. And but, what if... But like, for a fourth-round draft, who cares? Who cares? Right. You're getting, it's in super, super flex. flex. Both those trades came yesterday so the quarterback After like the market is of, so yeah. thin right now so to get him for a fourth round pick it's a great stash on your roster and the jets are going to be good at any point and say they get like you know late in the season they get their uh division locked up or a playoff berth locked up and wilson goes in there the last week of the year and it looks really good get and from from all reports he's already like he's embracing this kind of move to aaron Rodgers to to, to the team and everything like that he's not like pouting or anything like that he's you know like you mentioned this is his idol that's you know what i mean he grew up watching this guy and loving him uh loving his game and all that kind of stuff so who knows this this could be the spark and the thing that kind of gets him back on track i mean let's just assume you can't get him for a fourth what's what's the most you would pay i would pay a late third okay if i had to like a late third like not an early third but like 311 between like 39 definitely if I'm a contender right because like if you're a contender it's There's, so hard for you to be in a position to grab a quarterback and we're going to talk about this today about one of these players that I have on here too but it's so hard to grab a young quarterback and by the time if he sits for two years he's coming in what 24 years old he'll be he'll be on your roster when he gets a chance what, and he flames out he cost you nothing what about a 23 third and a 24 third Two thirds yeah that's one of the other trades here Ooh, get rid of that D and add S-T-Y. that came on the 23rd that was before the <laughs> Rodgers news. That was before. Okay. But I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, everyone kind of everyone knew pretty much this was happening. Yeah, so. but maybe people were like, some people were like, oh, so maybe, you know what happened in the league? The guy who thought like, oh, he's going to get traded to the 49ers. I'll give, give me Zach Wilson. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? It's probably Zach Wilson's mom's best friend. Oh. Yeah. That's who probably gave the two thirds. probably hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably <Just> is. <laughs> Zach Wilson's a good-looking guy. So yeah, I mean, I, once I once I went down, I was like, "This is a really good opportunity to buy Zach Wilson." Right. That's what I saw. So now let's get, get off Zach Wilson, and let's get in this class. Corey Davis and, and Garrett strategy. Wilson are also. Corey Davis. What? I mean, we're very excited, right? Yeah, oh yeah. For I mean, obviously Garrett Wilson, but Garrett Wilson. I mean, I don't know if I'm very excited about Corey. I love Corey Davis. He's but good though, man. We'll see. Alan Zard's there too. I was going to say, they brought in Alan Zard. Who else did they bring in? They brought in somebody else too. Well, they draft uh, Dalton Kate at 15. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, so, sitting here, look at this class. I want to start off before we get into our rankings about this class as a whole. I want to get your guys' opinion on it. I want to get my uh, opinion out first because uh, that's what I do. <laughs> no. You so, want to get your opinion out before ours? Uh, I have a lot of, uh, I got some notes here. Go that I got, on. That I got uh, online. And this class as a whole, I feel like you really want a top three pick because outside of the top three, you're starting to get into that uh, real murky waters, right? And like the water only gets murkier and murkier as you go. And that's even in the first round. Nicole Hardman was the other guy that they brought in, yes. by the way. Go ahead. Oh, giddy up, Cowboys. <laughs> um, Just go ahead. With on with your... I feel like, you know, as a whole, this this draft class has a lot of depth. And what I feel like, though, is it has a lot of depth with a lot of potential mid-range, low-end wide receiver twos, probably wide receiver threes. Uh, potential, a lot of potential here at running backs, but we've got to find them right homes because the class is really deep, but it's not overly talented so so this is something i wanted to talk about for for a while now and it's this running back class and i think you you do touched on it 
the free agents that are out there now are just sitting there rotting. You know, there's guys in the NFL that can play that are out. Kareem Hunt's just out there. Mm -hmm. Not even getting a sniff. Zeke is out there, not even getting a sniff. These running backs, they're going to get drafted, but if the general managers don't like what they see, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to pick up some of these guys that are established guys that have done it in the NFL and guys that might look like they have an opportunity kind of quickly. It might dry up because I have a feeling a lot of these, a lot of the same thing is going to happen in the draft that's happening in free agency. Some guys that we think are going to be elevated. We might see some big time slips just because there's so many of them out there. All these general managers are thinking, thinking the same thing. You know and I can get this guy here or I can wait two or three rounds and get a guy that's pretty similar and does a lot of the same things and get a primo position in, in this in the second round or the third round or the fourth round. Or trade for Dalvin Cook. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of options, I think, for general managers at the quarterback or at the at the running back position. So this one's gonna be this one's gonna be one that I'm watching very closely during the draft just to see. I know it's a deep draft and a lot of people have been hyping it up as a good draft for running backs. But we're, it might be a, a little bit underwhelming as far as opportunities to actually get on the field. It's a key in dynasty. It's just, it's touches. It's opportunity. It's you know you need the talent. You need the scheme. You need the opportunity. It's all got to come together to find a high end talent. And what I, with this class, it's I'm going to say it's it's from the hype it got for the last few years. It's overrated. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys that are hey. They're okay, you know, they're okay between tackles. They're good at catching passes. So they're just going to fall kind of in a bin. You know what I mean? There's going to be four or five guys that an NFL team can look at and say, okay, he's uh, he's can operate between the tackles, but he's really good at catching passes. And should I go out on a limb on this guy now in the third round? Or should I wait for the fourth or fifth round for that other guy in the bin that does the same kind of things? Like Kenny McIntosh. Right, exactly. They do the same thing. So Eric Gray. You know, Kenny McIntosh, Eric Gray. Like, these are all similar-sized guys, similar skill set guys. And you know what I mean? Like, what, what's what's differentiating these guys in general managers' eyes for an opportunity? And I'm just not sure. Some of these guys might really slide. And some of these... Somebody's going to hit. Like, there's going to be a running back in here that becomes really good outside of Jameer Gibbs and B. John Robinson. A receiver outside Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to hit. Yeah. Possibly too. And I see a path for a good amount of these guys. But I've never, I never watched tape and studied players in Dynasty Fantasy Football over the last 18 years I've been playing the game and ever seen a group that the tiers are so close. And, like, or let me put this so tier heavy, right? Where like I have, I can go any different way. Like even my top running backs, I have Devon A. Chain's my running back three. Then Zach Charbonnet and Tajay Spears. But those all three of those guys are really close for me. And this class will be dictated by the NFL draft. Like who's getting top three round draft capital? Who's getting it? But my biggest thing with this draft class is what I think this year is I think a lot I think what this I think the move here I do love the tight end class. And Superflex tight end premiums will be a little bit different. And our rankings are one QB. Um, but basically... We'll we get do to the that on purpose. Yeah, we'll get to the quarterbacks here at the, towards the end because I got something to say about that. that will love us. Um, I think the move this year is to trade your first-round pick because everybody's going to get really excited about these players. If and, you're at a certain part of the draft, though, right? Yeah, I'm talking about like outside one, one seven and in a one QB. I'm talking about like anywhere from one five down. Yeah, well, in a super flex. I'm league, thinking super flex. Yeah, sorry. in super flex outside the quarterbacks. I still want. The, I'm always in on a young quarterback that gets top ten, top ten, draft first capital. round. Yeah, and so let's go ahead and skip there. If Will Levis gets top ten draft capital, which is looks like a lock right now, 
There's absolutely no way you should not take him fifth overall, like right around there. You should take him ahead of Jackson Smith and Jigba, and you should take him ahead of uh, Jameer Gibbs. And both those guys are two players I love. There's three players I love in this class. Bijan, Gibbs, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Those are the three players I love that I feel very confident. They're going to be high-end dynasty assets. But the quarterbacks rule all. And definitely a young quarterback. And if you get top 10 draft capital, yeah, could you get Baker Mayfield or Zach Wilson? Yeah, you could. But you can also get Daniel Jones. You can get Justin Herbert. You can get Josh Allen. And if you get first-round draft capital, like a guy like Anthony Richardson, you get a Lamar Jackson. So... That being said, you have to take the quarterback. You have to. Because yep. the value in Superflex is just too high, and it, it, it's a trump card. Because if it, Lowell Levis does hit, you now are in position to get easily get Jameer Gibbs plus. Easily get Jackson Smith and Jigba. I, I, I agree with you. Um, what do you do with like a um, Richardson if he falls to the back half of the first round? That was Where, a question I had for Jared. Okay. Where do like you, if he goes 15 or down. Yeah. If, if, he, if he's like a... a trade back into the first round type of thing and he's in the 20s 23 yeah see. i think i still take i still take him like early i mean he still has that first round draft mm-hmm. capital i still take my head brush down yeah he would it's from because listen <clears throat> if somebody's training up to get him or he goes in the first round he's still a first round quarterback mm-hmm. and i know when you get to, like once you get outside top 10 the numbers change a bit like you know the jason bit. campbell's a little bit you know but he's gonna get an opportunity and his opportunity I think will insulate him because of his rushing ability. And I think his arm is good enough. His accuracy is not there, but his arm's good enough where he will be insulated. And I think his early production will be based off of running the football because they're going to try and protect him, their first round draft capital. And I think that alone is going to skyrocket him. And you can go ahead and trade him afterwards. Like I, th- I still think his early value will outproduce almost all these other guys. Because same thing, like Bryce Young, if Bryce Young ends up being Drew Brees, God bless him. You know, right. like no, no big deal. But like, I feel like he's more of that like middle of the road fantasy football he, quarterback. He has to overcome so much, I think, to be that. You know what I mean? And and so does Anthony Richardson. But in order for Bryce Young to be fantasy football relevant, you know, anything more than like a QB two, he has to do so much. It's unbelievable. Anthony Richardson needs to straighten out his throwing and because he's got everything else. You know what I mean? He needs to straighten out his accuracy. He's got one thing. Yeah. He's got the size. He's got the arm strength. He's got the rushing ability. He needs to straighten out his accuracy and his consistency. But Bryce Young has to just become a total overcomer. Of Justin everything. Fields was quarterback number six overall last year. Yeah. They didn't even let him throw the football for no. the first 10 weeks of the season. Right. He didn't throw the football. Well, he tried. His line just... Yeah. Sucked. He was running back. He was quarterback number six overall. You can overall. say running back. <laughs> yeah. He was running back six overall, which was like basically the six overall fantasy scorer. Top 300 points. So that's the kind of production you get from a running quarterback. You don't even need him for the football. That's the point. Like you yeah. have such a huge fantasy. He's a championship caliber player out the gates. Like that, that quality player. And that player holds a lot of value in Dynasty. And it's insulated early. Yeah, and I think that's why, I mean, just looking at our ranks in one QB league, Anthony Richardson, I think amongst all of us, is QB1. Yep. Yep. Because of that ceiling. It's one of the few times where, like, the super flex and the one QB rankings kind of change, I mean, order the player. I agree. Mm -hmm. And it's just not – none of the other quarterbacks are worth the squeeze, you know what I mean, in one QB league. So you go for Anthony Richardson. He's the high ceiling guy. He's the championship winner if he pans out. It's like, when do you take that shot? Right. Yeah, Bryce um, Young doesn't excite me in one QB leagues. Like I can go trade for Kirk Cousins. 
Right. Like for nothing, pennies on the dollar. You know what I mean? I can go get Aaron Rodgers for pennies on the dollar. I mean, in one QB league, to, to me, he feels like a third round guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, definitely. Middle I, of, I think middle I have of the third. Yeah, like that's where I feel comfortable taking a guy like Bryce Young in one QB dynasty leagues. Like I'm getting one of those running backs, and I'm grabbing, grabbing those uh, big receivers, and I'm grabbing the running backs. So he's at uh, 24 for us. So okay. outside the Will Levis, like if Will Levis gets draft 10, top 10 draft capital, and we'll talk about it on next week's show too. I'm telling you, and I've said this over and over again. I get people on Twitter. They've laughed at me. Uh, they said I'm I'm dumb for like taking like uh-huh. I, I was big on Daniel Jones. I don't. It's not nice. I was big on Daniel Jones. I was the president of the fan club. Sure. I was really big on Justin Herbert. Well, I have so many shares of Justin Herbert. And people are like, oh, no, I'm going to take in this receiver, this running back. I'm like, no, you can't. Because yeah. if it hits, it's, it's, it's gold. It's dynasty gold. So that's it on the quarterbacks. It's a simple process. If the quarterback gets drafted in the top 10, you take them. It's literally Bijan, then quarterback, <clears throat> quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Because the quarterback market right now, if, you, if you've done a super flex startup draft recently, or you're going to do one soon, you'll find out, the quarterback market is bleak. Very bleak. Like you're you're praying you like if you miss that like if you don't take a quarterback in the second round of your startup or early third like you're like dude I hope I get Daniel Jones and it's no knock to Daniel Jones I'm I'm so I'm now secretary of the fan club right but like that's what you're looking for like you hope to get Daniel Jones and then if you miss on Daniel Jones you're like man I hope to clean this up with Jared Goff and that's that's where you're at that's where you're at that's where you're at yep. so that's why you need these young quarterbacks. after that you're you're dangling on guys like you know. That, Guys that you hope are getting get, get a shot long term, like Baker Mayfield or somebody like that, late late. Yeah, but that's a gamble. Before we move on from quarterbacks, just some just some data that I've mentioned before on the podcast, but I want to mention again. And this is from Jordan McNamara's uh, uh, Analytics of Dynasty book. Uh, this is his research, his data. So in year one through year three, first round quarterbacks produce a hit. That's a top twelve season at forty six percent. And if you extrapolate that out and break it down for not for top 10 picks versus non-top 10, 85% of non-top 10 picks, non-top 10 picks, fail to hit in the first three years. So they bust. So I would, I would like to know the stats so different between first round and then like second round because like mm-hmm. so many teams take quarterbacks like laying the draft. They just second round quarterbacks hit 20% of the time. Okay. Because like obviously that gets skewed because third, fourth, fifth, sixth, this guy's hard to ever get an opportunity, but everybody gets, every team just drafts a guy. So is, sec- is second round basically the same as, as after top 10 in the first round? You said 20, like 80% of the time those people bust after the top 10 and then you said 20% of the guys in the second round do produce. So is that? I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I it guess should be pretty close. Based then. on these yeah. numbers, yeah, it's it's close. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to imagine a lot of teams don't take quarterbacks in the second. So, round. so I mean, I'm just wondering if you know we if if we should really look at top ten and then top whatever, uh, yeah, sixty four. You know, right. I mean, you know, uh, eleven through sixty four, kind of in it's kind of in the same. That's for boat. me. The first yeah. two rounds, like for if you me, go I'm first, it's targeting big. guys that have that. Scrambling floor that sure. can run the football. Scrambling floor and top ten's huge, but first round just. And as before big we him. get off the quarterbacks as well, I mean Anthony Richardson, his, I guess range of outcomes in the NFL draft is is where for you guys like first round to to no, where first round first round. To, you I don't think he slips out of the first round? I don't think so. I don't zero percent chance. It's so hard to find guys like that. Okay, I mean, yeah. I just know that. I mean, zero percent chance. There's just a lot to clean up there. That, yeah, you know, there is. And you know, we saw Malik Willis last year go in the third round. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't nearly. Dude, Malik Willis sucked though. Yeah, he just wasn't. He wasn't right good. We said on the show he wasn't good. People were drafting Malik Willis like what a waste of a pick. Like I didn't think he, he was good. He wasn't nearly the the athlete 
at all or the arm talent as, the, yeah. as Anthony Richardson. You, when Anthony Richardson plants his feet, he's not that bad. And there's going to be a coach that sees him like, I can fix that. Like NFL NFL coaches are nuts. So like, I can fix they all the time. I can fix that. I could work, you know, I can mold that. They got coaches in they, front of their name for a reason. they want to be that guy. Because right? if you're the quarterback coach that fixes Anthony Richardson or the offensive coordinator that fixes Anthony Richardson, you're going to be a head coach. Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. So quarterbacks are of the utmost importance going to the flex if you're drafted in the first round. So go back to this draft class as a whole when I said tiers. I think this is a really good draft class. Well, one, the next year's quarterback class is going to be a lot deeper. Uh, the top two talent, Caleb Williams and Drake Mays, pretty uh, deep. Caleb Williams is a better prospect than Trevor Lawrence. That's what you said. That's why I have in those future drafts. I have all the 24-1 ones. But there's other, There's probably another projected like three quarterbacks going in the first round so far, like the Michigan quarterback. Um, uh, I don't know if the Michigan guy will, but uh, I like Drake how neither, I like how neither one of you guys use his name. I like that. There's a couple of quarterbacks when I look at 2024 max that are in the first round already. But there will be somebody who jumps up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So acquire, if you are in position, maybe you, maybe you punt for next year, right? Mm-hmm. It's a deeper class. Not, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. Some running backs are becoming out next Quinn year Ewers as well. too. I mean, if he, if he gets it together. Quinn Ewers was another one that yeah. gets together there. So, but also, I is think. He, is he a tiny guy? Quinn? No. No? no. He's, he's got big. size. He's okay. like 6'3", I think. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's thrown off maybe by the mullet. I don't he's going to be down <laughs> I think he cut that. Did he? <laughs> I don't know. He should. He definitely should. He needs well, a rebrand. Archie Mann didn't look good as a spring game. So no, he, he he's did got, not. He's got a good t- uh Archie didn't look good? No, not yeah. at all. No. Nah. Like, not even. People are being pretty harsh on him, though. I mean, it was pretty bad. He's, I think he's 17 and oh, he's at right. spring ball. He you was know, young, like, but he was missing all over the place. Let's, like, yeah, let's let him develop a little bit. Oh, Who's son is that? Is that yeah. that's, uh, the other man and brother? Cooper or Cooper Cooper's, Cooper's son? Yeah. Okay. So, with this draft class, before again, before we get into rankings, I think this is a really good year to kind of either not even punt ahead, but I think there's some really good players here to trade for. And I got some names for you guys. I want you guys to think because. Definitely at the receiver position. So we're going to play a little would you rather? Are we? Or, okay. or no? So we're not doing the rankings right now. We're doing more strategy yeah, still. Players. So okay. first thing I want to do is I went into this earlier in the week, a couple days ago, and I was like, okay, I'm going to look up all the top three. Over the last five years, I'm going to look up all the receivers drafted in the top three rounds. Because usually if you're not drafted in the top three rounds, it's what? moot because yeah. you don't produce. What's the point? So I went, in to, I went in to go uh, study. I had my fantasy pros up for all the players up. I was going to go back all these years. And I Googled uh, all the draft picks made in the last three years. And it turns out that somebody had just wrote an article recently. Bing, bing, bing. Uh, and had all the information I was looking for. So I want to give this person a shout out because I actually read the article and I kind of like escalated my studying. It helped me out a lot. So shout out to um, Rob Sullivan of rotoheat.com. You can follow him on Twitter at rotoheatsully. Uh, and he actually had literally all the information I was going for. He did the same article a couple months ago. Escalate, so he escalate your research, just like Rich. Hit this it, guy up. It, it, shout out Rob Sullivan, Roto Heat Sully. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, he did awesome work. This article was literally exactly the work I was going to do. So outside of, you know, between rounds five and seven, uh, there are 17 players selecting these rounds since it goes back to the last five years. And almost nobody hits. I mean, and when we said when, I, when you said hit, you say top twenty four for 12. receiver. I say top thirty six. So at least a wide receiver three. And the only players that really had some good years are Hunter Renfro was wide receiver ten, and sure. Darnell Mooney was wide receiver twenty three in twenty twenty one. If you go back a little bit farther, uh, if you go back to the last thirteen years, the only guys that really hit strong were Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs, Antonio Brown. So the odds of you getting somebody that was drafted in a receiver from the fifth, the seventh round. This again, it's going to show you why draft capital is very important. 
they're they're almost worthless. And th- that's that is a part of the reason why we say at the end of drafts, don't bother getting all these low round wide receivers. The chances of them hitting are almost nothing. Correct. Fourth round. So I was going to go. I was going to go to top three rounds. Cause I didn't even like the fourth round. Sure. Fourth round, same thing. I'm on Ross St. Brown. The biggest hit for sure. 2021 was uh, wide receiver 21, and then wide receiver seven. And there's 26 guys taken over the last five years in the fourth round. The only other two players to have a top 36 finish outside of Amon Rossi Brown, D.D. Westbrook and Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis was wide receiver 36 mm-hmm. once. D.D. Westbrook, wide receiver 33 once. 36 once, and that was including like a six-touchdown game or something, right? Yes, <laughs> once. So out of all the fourth-round receivers, a top 36 finish, two guys once, and then you have Amon Rossi Brown. That's it. Then you go to the third round. 24 wide receivers drafted uh, over the last five years, and only six have had at least one top 36 finish. Only six, so 25% over the last five years are third-round receivers. Michael Gallup did it once. He was wide receiver 22. Chris Godwin uh, and Kenny Galladay did it twice. Deontay Johnson's done it three years, and Terry McLaurin and Cooper Cup have done it four times. So that's it, six guys, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, and Michael Gallup, who are drafted in the third round in the NFL draft. When you go to the second round, 30 re- 33 receivers drafted 11, only 11 that were drafted in the second round were at least top 36 wide receivers over the last five years. It's five 33%. Years. So Claypool did it once, Cortland Sutton did it once, and DJ Shark did it once. Debo Samuel did it twice. Christian Kirk did it twice. Zay Jones did it twice. T. Higgins has done it all three years. Uh, he's been in the NFL. Curtis Samuel's done it three times as well. People that have done it four times are Set. DK Metcalf. He's done it all four years. A.J. Brown, all four years. Juju Smith-Schuster, four out of six years. And then there's still guys in 22 that I still like, like Christian Watkins, uh, George Pickens. Uh, I still like Sky Moore and Elijah Moore or so there's guys like there. But, I mean, look at these names. So I want you to remember this because I think in today's NFL, the need of receivers, we're going to see some of this receiver class, which I look down as as a really weak class, get drafted in the top three rounds. And people are getting excited about this. And what people are getting really excited about in this draft is when some of these receiver names go in the top, in the second round, people are getting excited. And when people get excited, they're going to draft those players and buy them. And what I'm saying here is you should be selling those picks for proven players. And I've got some ADP here for players that you can get because I want you to remember names. These are names that were second-round picks I said, like, that we liked, right? Like, you know, DK, you know, T. Higgins or, like, Debo Samuel, who's only done it twice, who's a big name, right? He's only done it two times as a top 36 finish. Remember these names in 2019? J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Paris Campbell in 2020, Van Jefferson, Denzel Mims in 2021, Terrace Marshall. And don't even forget about the turds, Dante Pettis, Andy Isabella, KJ Hamler, Dwayne Eskbridge, Tutu Atwell, second round picks. So second round picks in the NFL draft become first round picks in your dynasty rookie drafts. They do. And you don't end up with a very, you have a very small percentage chance of them actually even giving you a top 36 for, Finish. And then when you get to the first round, 24 players over the last five years have been drafted in the first round. 15 have given you at least one top three finish. So that's 63%. So pretty good. It yep. sounds good. But the repeats. But. Pete's, Pete's, and repeats. 
No, no, there's these are 15 guys. They're okay. not repeats. Right. I, I, he actually gave, he, this is why he did, shout out to uh, Rob Sullivan. He gave numbers at the end about the repeats. Out of those guys who, who had a top 36 finish once, Jerry Judy, and then some rookies, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. The people have only done it two times. Corey Davis, Marquise Brown, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Jamar Chase has done it all, all years. He's been a wide receiver one. People have done it three times. Calvin Ridley, who's did it three out of four years he's played. Mike Williams, CeeDee Lamb, Woo-woo. all three years he's played. Justin Jefferson's been a wide receiver one all three years. Woo-woo. And Brandon Ayuk, all three years. Oh, Ayuk creeping That's in. That's it. And then he, Rob also has a stat here. Since 2010, 51 wide receivers in round one. 30, which is 58%, have had at least one top 36 finish 24 have only done it more than once. That's top 36. And he says here in conclusion, we have 157 wide receivers drafted since 2017 NFL uh, entry. Of those 157 wide receivers have, have produced only 15 have produced top 12 or better finishes, 17 top 24 better finishes, and 16 top 36 or better. And of those 15 top 12 wide receivers, it's only done by 10 guys. So combine this, all this stuff that you're saying here, with your under five foot nine stuff. You never put up a thousand yards. You never put up a thousand yards. So I'm, I mean, any guy that's drafted in the second round, that's under five foot nine, I'm not even going to touch. Right. I mean, and there's a lot of them in this draft. It's like, I feel like there's almost no, no point. I like Zay Jones. I I mean, Zay flowers. I think he has a chance to be an outlier. I do, but you're right. The the odds in history. And I, and I've said this on the podcast a hundred times. This was the data I'm going for. And again, shout out to Rob Sullivan from rotoheat.com. Um, he actually had the data for that I was actually going to spend all time on is it just goes to show you like people are like, Oh, Rich, you're training your first for these proven players. Yeah. Cause I want to get the proven player. Mm-hmm. So when these set guys go in the second round, they become first round rookie draft players. Here's some players that you could probably go get instead of Zay flowers and Jordan Addison. Okay. At wide receiver, Marquise Brown, Jamison Williams, Calvin Ridley, Traylon Burks, George Pickens, Michael Pittman, Christian Watson, maybe DJ Moore. And now, and that's like the Zay Flowers. You're talking about first round draft picks right here. Yeah, right? Zay yeah. Flowers, Jordan Edson. So I'm talking about, that's like mid first is what I'm talking about. Those are all players I'd rather have than my number two receiver, Jordan Edson. All those players I just named. If you're at the back of the first, where you're talking Quentin Johnson, right? You're talking, uh, you know, Jonathan Mingo. You're talking Josh Downs, the back end of the first. Mm-hmm. If you're at the back of the first, you're a contender. Why are you going to take these rookies that, that have probably such a high chance of not really producing very well? Well, you can go get these guys. Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, or Debo Samuel. Those are guys that I look, again, these are not names I'm just making up. These are names that I went into ADP where rookies are getting drafted either right around these guys or before all of these guys. So those are real names you get. If you need a running back at the back end of the first, know who you can get right now from ADP-wise It's telling me? DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, and Miles Sanders. And yes, I will throw Miles Sanders on that list. If you're in the back end of the first, you're a contender. So I'm looking for players that can help me win now and not give me a, 33, a 70% chance of bust. And that's bust, that's bust producing at a top 36 level. Because right. I stay all the time in Dynasty or in fantasy football. What gets you excited about these rookie drafts is the opportunity to get guys like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. Everybody's looking for those guys. 
But we can all agree that those guys, Jalen Waddell, CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, those four young guys, A.J. Brown, five young guys, Garrett Wilson, Six young guys. Young guys. <laughs> okay. And I'd, honestly, I'd probably throw Chris Olave in there too. Drake right? London, so maybe. Drake London, eight. That's eight. Okay. <clears throat> eight young guys we feel really good about. Mm. Really good about. Eight. How many wide receiver ones are there, Jared? These are just your young guys. We're not even talking about the there's old guys. There's only 12. There's, there's only 12. 12. It's an easy answer. Right. So that's I thought you meant out of those guys. <laughs> no, no. no. So that's 12. It's like math and is then, hard. And then there's still the older guys that are still producing. The guys like Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Amari Coopers. I didn't even mention I'm on right side Brown. He finishes in that category. Right. I think um, he's one of those eight guys. Yeah, you know, there's still, there's still those. So that's nine right, right there. The chance of those guys coming out and being those wide receiver ones, they have to beat those guys. Is there any rookie in this draft class that you're taking, like, even Jackson Smith and Jigba ahead of those eight guys? No. No, there is not. No, there's not. Jackson's, I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba, I think, has the talent to get there in a couple of years. 100%. But right now, no. And he's the only one that right. I really feel good about that. I'm so with you there, man. Is it, when people say, Rich, you always are training your first-round rookie pick and you get DJ Moore. Yes, yes, I am. Because I want the proven asset to help me continue to compete for championships year in and year out. If I, to, if I had to throw in my second round pick, that's pick 211 on top of 111. Oh, shiver me timbers. Oh, no. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. Um, Who am I going to 22? I'm not giving up Darna or Roshan Johnson, am I? Oh, no. Oh, no. If he hits, cool. Then I have Damian, Damian Pierce. Sweet. You know what I mean? Like, oh, nice. Yeah. But that's when you're playing Dynasty, these are things you have to think about. And rookie picks are great. It gives you another opportunity to draft, which we love to do. But I'm not here to draft. I'm here to win Dynasty Fantasy Football Championships. That's why I play the game. Give him the pirate and, booty. And listen, in <laughs> Dynasty, the right. best thing that you have for trade capital outside of youth is the unknown youth, yep. which is draft picks. It can get you so far. And all those players I mentioned earlier, even guys like Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, who's a, a show favorite. Love right? him. He's 28. You probably only got like two more years of him. But if you're at the back end of the first... You're not going to take, you don't want back-to-back championships. You want to sit down and tell your grandkids how in 2023 and 2024 that you won back-to-back ships over uh, whatever because you gave up uh, Quentin Johnson, who only caught 36 balls and dropped 48. Never mind your grandkids. I've been having some work done in my house, and I got my championship belt just hanging over something. And this guy comes up to me, he's like, dude, what the heck is this? I'm like... Oh, it's my championship belt from a fantasy football league, man. I was like, look, there's my name, this right here. And I was like, there it is again. I was like, oh, look, I won back-to-back. I'm going for triple. For I'm, I'm going, yeah, I know, exactly. This. I've been waiting. I hung it here for a reason, <laughs> finally. like, I walked into a customer's house uh, for my job, and he had his trophy on his man. I'm like, look at you, fantasy football He's like, oh, yeah, champion. Look at my name right there on the trophy. <laughs> exactly. Show me. And I'm like, I'm like, good for you, buddy. For By the way, you. I have a podcast. And- <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I mean, it's important to think about this. Is It's important to use your draft capital to your advantage. And the real advantage of draft capital is, honestly, when you're in a top tier of picks. It's why when you blow up your team, you blow it up. Mm-hmm. You don't want pick four, pick five, pick six. If you end up with 2023, 1-4 going to, you're like, oh, yeah. And listen, I like Devon H. I do. Doesn't mean he's going to hit. I like Zach Charbonnet. Doesn't mean he's going to hit. I like Tasha Spirit. Doesn't mean he's going to hit. But you know what's going to hit? The proven player. Yep. So if you're gonna blow it up, you want you want to be the top. You want the Bijan Robinsons. Why? Know why? Because Bijan Robinson's a difference maker. He's a championship caliber player. He has a chance to be dynasty one one overall. So the, the, you got to think about these. And right now, this draft class. And I guarantee this is the week because after after Sunday, 
we're going to see these players on day two, which is rounds two and three, a lot of these running backs are going to go, and a lot of these receivers are going to go. And people are going to get real excited because they're going to go to their favorite teams, and they're going to see these paths for where they're going to go. But what they don't do is, and what they don't realize is, when these players get drafted, they're no longer the rookie class. They are the NFL startup class. Mm-hmm. These are NFL players. Put them all in the same bowl. And they're in the same bowl, and where do they finish? And we mentioned nine young studs that could easily go one through nine in a startup in a 1QB league. Where are these guys going ahead of these guys? Where When's Justin Jefferson going to be bad? When's Jamar Chase going to be bad? Like, I don't see that. I don't see that path for those guys. They turn so, 29. You know, so you're, you're hoping to get a, a high-end wide receiver two, an occasional wide receiver one? Yeah. Or would you rather go get a, an Amari Cooper who produces year in and out? Or DJ Moore, the upside with uh, Justin Fields? Get those guys. Get a bigger guy. Get a guy Calvin, like Calvin Ridley, if you're a championship caliber player, who's always been a high-end wide receiver when he actually plays on the field. Traylon Burks, who the Titans pretty much traded A.J. Brown for, uh, who has the size and the upside. I know you're not as big as on him yeah, as I was I just am. saying, maybe, maybe not am. him. Marquise Brown, who's him. the only receiving player on the worst NFL team out there, the Arizona Cardinals. There's avenues for you to go get proven assets. And that's my rant. That's my rant on this class. And that's, that's, my, that's my rant on the situation in the NFL and dynasty and how you can use this to your advantage and use these players and his capital to get proven guys. Even the running back position, I think J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders are great guys that still offer years of production potentially. Definitely Miles Sanders who just signed that contract. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, you know, through all of my tape study, I have done a lot of tiering and you talked about some of that stuff as well. I have very few guys up in that upper tier. You know what I mean? This is not a, a draft class that's loaded with that. I think it's got a ton of depth. How Where, good is depth? No, I know. That doesn't get me excited for fantasy football championships. You know yeah. what I mean? If I'm building a team from from the ground up right now, this is not the year I think to be doing it. Which kind of stinks. You know what I mean? It was supposed I'm, to be. It was supposed to be. It was. It was. It was sold as that. But now, now guys it, like me, it is. It's just there's a lot the of there's a lot yeah. of players. There's a lot of depth. Depth. You 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 could fill out a good dynasty roster with good depth there, but there's not a ton. Of championship caliber and it, players. it might be okay if you're starting off a rebuild to get some of these guys and get them on your team because they're probably not going to help you all that much. And then next year, you could really hit a home run with some of these guys, you know, in, in next year's draft, which is supposed to be better again. I've, we, we've <laughs> built our show on this. We've been doing this for nine years. We built our show on this. And I'm going to say it, and I say it over and over and over again. And this community is fantastic. And there's a thousand good analysts out there and there's a hundred different good sites out there and a hundred different good podcasts but i'm gonna tell you what when you play dynasty fantasy football i said it before you play the game for one reason to win championships and these championship windows just like the nfl are so small dynasty teams are changing consistently Mm -hmm. if you look at your team now and you look at where it was three years ago the whole league as a whole it looks drastically different these windows for you to win a dynasty fantasy football are small whether it be injuries players being one-year wonders or two-year wonders there's so many different caveats where, where your team can go wrong or where your team could go right just for that magical year where all these players step at the right time when that window opens, you do everything you can to get that championship. You sell the players you have to sell. You give up the draft capital you have to give. And you don't worry about winning a trade or losing a trade. 
All you worry about is winning a dynasty fantasy football championship. And there's not enough people out there telling you that this is how you have to go. It's how you have to go because it does not matter how good your team looks on paper. It does not matter how many draft picks you have because not all the draft picks are going to be high-end players. It's a matter. All that matters is one thing and one thing only. How many championships do you have? How many times is Matt's name on that belt? How many times is your name engraved in that trophy? How many checks have you cashed because you became a number one? That is all that matters. That's why we play the game. And that's the players that we're looking for. That's what the play, That's why we're watching the tape. And that's why we build the tools that we build here at Dynasty Nerds for that one reason. Nothing else. We don't need deep analytics. We need championships. That's what we need, and that's what you need to focus on as a dynasty fantasy football player. Nothing else matters. No, you don't care about Twitter telling you you lost that trade or this calculator saying you lost that trade. Did this player make your team better? Did you trade for Dalvin Cook because you need a running back and he's going to help you win that championship, but you gave him a first and a second for him? And people were like, oh, you only get two years. Can I get one year of Derrick Henry as wide receiver one overall or wide top five wide receiver? I mean, maybe tight end. Maybe tight end. I don't know about wide receiver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can I get get that for one year and do I have to give up a first? And I've been playing this way my whole life. I gave up a first round pick when I knew it was going to be Ricky Williams last year. I remember that. And I won a championship. Yep. And the bad part was I won it. had nothing to do with Ricky Williams. It had to do with LaDane Thompson. But you know what I mean? Like, even then I was like, I don't care. Like, what does it take? Like, you know, if you're in a super flex league and you're like, you want Aaron Rodgers because you're now you're a quarterback away, and he's, hey, I want a first and second. Who cares about the second? You know what I say? Here's my first, here's my second, here's my third, here's my fourth, here's my fifth. Hey, here's my third next year too. Does these numbers help you feel better? I don't care. I'm trying to put myself in position to win. And you need to as well. You need to put yourself in position to win. And guess what? If it all falls apart, right? If it all falls apart and you build this team and it's old, it's ready to go and you have no draft capital the following year, guess what? Your team's going to be really bad. And guess, guess what? what? It's, it's super fun again because yeah. you have the one, one every single year for like two years. And you have this opportunity to build a really good team again, because you're either at the top or you're at the bottom and there's no in between in dynasty fantasy football. Never ever be stuck in the middle. Never be stuck in the top tier of the middle or the bottom tier of the middle. It's the worst place to be because once you get stuck there, it's like not even, it's just like a mud that you can't get out of and you're slowly sloshing your way, trying to go one way or another and all you just find yourself, you're getting dirty and dirtier because these players aren't helping you. You're not going anywhere and next thing you know, you blink and your dynasty league is eight years in and you've never won a championship. All you've done is make the playoffs a couple years here and a couple times you, you, you lucked your way into the championship game but you still lost. It does not matter. All that matters is championships, and that's what we're here to do, and that's what we're here to talk about. And this class, I'm sorry to say, doesn't have a lot of support there, and we're about to talk about these rankings. But before we do, where can you win these championships? Let me tell you about our friends at FFPC. Now, FFPC is a, 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 a website that you can go to, myffpc.com, and you use the promo code NERDS, you get $25 off your team, but they host Dynasty Leagues, right? They give you an opportunity to go out here and play this game we love in a very safe level because... Again, the win championship sometimes you have to break the team down and you got to start over. And when you do, you want to be protected. You want to make sure that team's not going to go anywhere, that you have plenty of time to build this team. And at myffpc.com, a league has never fooled there ever. And they have leagues from $100 to $2,200. So any avenue that you want to go to, then you're in a good spot to play 
at myffpc.com. They have orphans there if you want to get in there and buy some teams. They have startups starting right now. It's a great place to play. And listen, not everybody has, you know, the group of friends or the connections where they can join a dynasty league, right? Like, hey, maybe just listen to our show because it's entertaining for you. And you're like, man, I really do want to try Dynasty. Because I get those messages sometimes. Like, I just started listening to the show. I didn't even know what Dynasty was. Yeah. And this is a great place to Perfect go place. Yep. and play and get your feet wet. And as you and as guess what? As you as you get your feet wet or you get this league and you're on Twitter, you're gonna grow more in this community and make more Twitter friends. And then you, you join more leagues because listen, you're not just gonna join one league. That's not how it works. You know, like it's <laughs> that's how it dynasty. starts. That's you know, how it starts, Rich. You know, one. I'm in nice twenty dynasty you can go, leagues. Like, buy, you can buy a hundred dollar entry team for like twenty bucks or whatever it's listed for. You don't have to start a new league you can buy a buy an an orphan yes so myffpc.com use the promo code nerds they're gonna be 25 dollars off your league support our sponsors go to a great site now you got about 20 minutes left here to kind of like go over over we're, we're probably going longer than that maybe we'll. we gotta do it justice we got, well next it's show, a big show but next show we're doing a mock draft <clears throat> i know nerd show so if you want the mock draft show mm. join the nerd herd because the underdog so we're gonna kind of go down these rankings here how you want to do this? I want to kind of let, let's start. Let's so this start is here. one QB, and why did we do one QB? Because I mean, obviously in Superflex, in Superflex it would be quarterback, be quarterback, quarterback. So quarterback, we talked quarterback. about that earlier. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's just, so you can you bump, you bump the quarterbacks to, way up front. Basically. Here's the name I forgot to mention for Superflex. If Hendon Hooker goes in the first round, things get real. Like, where do you take Hendon Hooker? Like, I'm taking him. Like, rather have Hendon Hooker, who's drafted in the first round, who broke records with th- of throwing footballs at two different schools without throwing an interception, or rather have Zach Charbonnet. And he gives you a rushing floor, too. Yeah, give me Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. If Hendon Hooker goes in the first round, guess who yep. I'm taking right after Will Levis at pick six? <laughs> Hendon Hooker. And guess <laughs> who I'm trading up to go get? Hendon Hooker. I'll probably... T- <clears throat> I would probably pivot just because I I would do JSN. He wants to Gibbs. be a ballerina, that's why. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's called a pirouette. That's why we do this, though. A I mean, pirouette? we do try to identify pirouettes. Instead of pivoting, <clears throat> pirouette. I think it's pirouette. Yeah. I'm a little pirouette. Don't call me no. Twinkle Toes. Come on, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> so yeah, that's why we did one QB. All right. How about we start? So this is mine, Matt's, Garrett's, and Jared's rankings combined in ADP. Jared, you haven't said much this show. I no, tried. Nobody has really kidding. because I've been ranting. Yeah, I was Dude, say, I was I not going to interrupt that rant. We need to cut that, put it on like YouTube on its own. Just you talking to the camera. I'll, I'll retweet it. Um, how about you give our consensus top 12 <clears throat> PPR 1QB rookie rankings as they stand pre-draft? Okay. <clears throat> so B. John Robinson, no surprise there. I've gotten a shot. RB1, 101. And then we have Jackson Smith and Jigba and Gibbs tied for that average for two and three. So you can flip-flop them however you want. But And Jigba's our wide receiver one. Gibbs is our RB2. Then we get to A-Chain, who comes in at four. He's RB3. That's my guy, by the way. That's my guy. Yeah, and to be fair, he and Spears are also tied when you average them out between the four of us. Yep. Those are my guys. Um, <laughs> so RB3, RB4, you can flip-flop them. Obviously, I mean, that kind of creates a tier, right? Sure. So uh, then we have Zach Charbonnet. So three running backs in a row. He is the sixth player, and he's RB5. Can I stop you for one second? Yes. This is my top six in order. This is your top six right it's in my, order? Literally my top six no. in order. Well, you, you have had Charbonnet, you had Charbonnet and Spears. before Spears. Yeah, oh. backwards. Looking at it. But they're in the same tier, so it's got the same thing for me. <laughs> Keep going. Go ahead. All right, Jordan Addison comes in at seven. He is wide receiver two. Then we go to Zay Flowers at eight, who's wide receiver three. 
Then we have our first tight end. Tight ends. Who, Dalton Kincaid. Who did this? Who ranked Dalton Kincaid so low he had to go down to nine? Me. Son of a You bitch. guys were all seven. seven I had him seven, nine. Seven, seven, seven. No, uh, Quentin Johnston, wide receiver four, comes in at 10. Then we got Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver five, nice. at 11. And then we have Anthony Richardson sneaking into the first round at QB1 at 112. Yeah. Should we talk about that real quick? Because, no, I mean, get, that's... We've got to get there. <clears throat> yeah, we'll get top. We'll get there. We'll okay, see. okay. So no no need to talk about Bijan, right? He's no. he's a generational player, tier one. My dynasty rookie running back won... Oh, not my rookie running back. My dynasty running back won overall in a startup. Impact no surprise. player. That, I mean, bottom line, impact player for, from a fantasy uh, standpoint, no big By deal. By far I mean. the best running back we've graded in the nerd score. Okay. Yeah, we and Matt and I said since we've been doing nerds, best running back, he's in the same tier as Saquon and Zeke Elliott. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would take both those guys slightly, slightly above him. So that would that's just me. But yeah, that's how good I just have a couple of questions about Bijan, but just a couple of little. You're things. literally like splitting Tick. like Adam. Harris. I think he's Ticky a better tack. receiver than both both those guys. Okay. Okay. I can so, I can live with that. I think uh, yeah, from catching the ball. But he's a running back. Yes. So. Yep. <laughs> and then the next year we have Jackson Smith and Jigba tied in J- with Jameer Gibbs. Like I'm, to me, I'm totally fine with that. That makes sense, right? I mean, yeah. if you need a wide receiver, go get a wide receiver. Get, get Jackson Smith and Jigba. If you need the running back, go go Jameer Gibbs. These are the next two most likely guys to hit and be difference makers, in my opinion. So I like I like the fact that everyone here is kind of on the same page. And from a fantasy football standpoint, those are your next two juiciest players. I think that? what would so I'm assuming Gibbs goes first round or early second. Early second if Injigba ends up being like a top ten pick, I probably would put him over Gibbs because right now I have Gibbs then then Injigba. So so I feel like you know wide receiver as a whole is one of those positions that the NFL. They treat it like if you're a difference maker, you're going to go in the first. You know what I mean? There's still a place for wide receivers to go in the first. If there's some questions, but they still think you can pan out long term, you're going to end up in that second round range like Rich was talking about earlier. Um, I I think he does have the skills for sure to be one of these surefire first round draft picks. I I can't say that about anyone else. Like there's a lot of people projected to be in the first round and who knows a general manager might see something and take one of these guys. But for me, it's Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's definitely a first round draft pick. He could be a top 15, top 10 type of guy. And it wouldn't shock me. Anyone else there to me is going to be almost an overdrafting. Yeah. Um, so I that's agree. how I feel about any of these wide receivers. I feel good about a lot of these wide receivers in the second round of the NFL draft. And I feel like that's where a lot of them are going to land. And, and Rich laid it out perfectly. There's a lot of volatility mm-hmm. uh, built into that. But a lot of those guys can still hit. So yeah. I feel, you know what I mean? The, the ones that I feel good about that go in the second round, I will, you know, probably rank appropriately. The guys that go a little bit later, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to start kind of discounting and, and move my ranks accordingly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Jameer Gibbs offers a massive PPR upside at running back. A, a difference maker, right? You can get, like, the Alvin Kamara. So explosive. Uh, which is a, literally a championship caliber player is, is what we're looking for. So, for me, being that tier there, like, I'm good either way. Like, what's your – when I always say take best player available, I'm going to go back to tiers here, and this is where this – kind of this rookie class goes for me, is what's my biggest need? Like, if my team's in complete rebuild mode, um, I'm probably taking Jackson Smith and Jigba for the long haul. But at the same time, you can look at it as Jameer Gibbs, like he might offer the best trade value, right? Because the, the truth is explosive dynamite running backs offer higher trade value than low-end wide receiver ones. Yep. They do. Definitely. So you can, you have a better 
chance to trade a Jameer Gibbs for more upside than Jackson Smith and Jigba. So I can go either way. But if your team is like you trading the pick and you're, you know whatever your need is there, I can go either way. And she'd literally, I would draft for need in that situation between the two for me. All right, so the next guy is Devon A-Chain, huh? So um, He know, and Spears are tied. As I say, across the board, it was unfortunately it was Garrett, the guy that kind of had him the lowest, so we can't we can't ask him questions and grill him. <laughs> Garrett about, had him at eight. At, he had him at eight. I think me and you both had him at five and Richard mm-hmm. had him at four. So Devon A-Chain, I think, is a nice nice player. The only questions about I have about him are his size, 185 Everyone pounds. Everyone does. Yeah, yeah. Right. Can, so, we, can we can – can I pause this for a second, actually? Where are we at on time on the show? I'm just curious because we're about to like break down these players again, why we're having them, where we're at. 56. But like, I want to do this in the mock draft tool. Otherwise, we're just going to be doing the same thing in the mock draft tool. Does it make sense to what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you, do you want to just go through the list of So, how, do we, go, how about we go through the top? Let's wrap the show up here, like with the top overall rankings. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about exactly what we're talking about right now in the Nerd Herd show mm-hmm. because we're going to draft them and we're going to just repeat ourselves what we're talking about right now. And we, we can literally do this sense. for an hour. So, let's do it for an hour on the Nerd Show. So that's our, so let me go back to our top 12. B. John Robinson, Jackson Smith, Smith and Jigba, Jameer Gibbs, Devon A-Chain, Tajay Spears, Zach Charbonnet, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Dalton Kincaid, Quentin Johnson, Jonathan Mingo, Anthony Richardson. Give us our next 12, Jared. All right, so 13 through 24, we have our second tight end off the board at 13, Luke Musgrave, tight end two. Girl. And then we have Dwayne McBride at RB6 at 14. I like, I like that. Josh Downs, wide receiver 6 at 15. Then we got Tyler Scott, wide receiver 7 at 16. Then Jalen Hyatt, <clears throat> wide receiver 8 at 17. Tank Bigsby at 18 at RB7. Cedric Tillman at 19, wide receiver 9. Michael Mayer at 20, tight end 3. Kendra Miller, 21, RB8. C.J. Stroud at 22, QB2. Darnell Washington, 23, tight end four. Roshan Johnson, RB9 at 24. I feel very good about that. Matt, why don't you uh, give us our lat, wrap up the rankings here, what we have left. Um, all right, so I'll just go through. We're in 25. Yeah, I'm going to go 25 to what, 36? Sure. All right, so 25. Bryce Young is uh, our quarterback three. Um, Marvin Mims is at number 26, wide receiver 10. Uh, Dan, uh, Tank Dell. Thank you. Tank Dell. I didn't even have him ranked. Uh, wide receiver 11. I haven't had a fire hydrant. Jeez, oh, man. I had him at 12. <laughs> I know. That, that was the biggest skew between the two. Yeah. Uh, 45 and 2. I only or 12. 45 because that's the last I'm number. I'm shooting at an outlier. Uh-huh. Uh, Sam, uh, number 28, Sam Laporta is tight end number five. At 29, we have uh, Xavier Hutchinson at wide receiver 12. At 30, uh, Kenny McIntosh, uh, running back 10. Trey Flowers is number 31, wide receiver 13. Um, Trey, oh, sorry, did I say Trey Flowers? Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer. Uh, uh, number 32, uh, Will Levis, Levi's, if you will, uh, QB4. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number 33, Zach Evans. Uh, running back 11 at 34, Sean Tucker running back 12. My man, Evan Hall is at 35 running back 13. Now make everybody super mad. I, I like Hall. I know no, the next name. Oh, oh people, uh, people are real mad about this. 36. I don't care. Israel Abenakanda at running back 14. So that's it. That's our pre-draft top 36. Take it for what it is. He made the list. What do you mean? 
I know. Everyone's got him up at running by five or some four. He'll be somebody that probably jumps after the NFL draft, just to let you know for me, um, when I see where he actually lands in his draft capital. So um, We all had him basically. I mean, you had him even lower than us, but we had him all at like right around 30. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's our top 36. Take it for what it is. This list is going to change. It's probably going to change pretty drastically the order here after the NFL draft. It's really going to clarify a lot of things, I think, for all of us, right? Because yeah, the way we have these players in tiers here. So the NFL draft will clean it up and we're going to make sure we get out to you by Sunday night. So when you're drafting Monday, you have an episode where we're going to break down uh, the draft for the first show and the Nerd Herd will do another mock draft as well to kind of see where we draft these players. Superflex and one QB um, for the Nerd Herd show next week. But basically we're just going to be bumping up the quarterbacks and kind of influx where we take those guys so i can't wait to record the show at somewhere different like that is, that's cabin. gonna be kind of cool i yeah. told him i was like i want to set up a couple couches or just you know lounge back hang out we'll be at the chalet uh next week so make sure you're the youtube channel we'll make it look real nice in new york in the in the mountains so that's what we'll be watching the draft check it out um if you enjoy this show if you like the show as now we wrap up our season if we helped you if you felt like it was informative please leave a rating review on itunes if you got an iPhone, because it really does help the show and get us out there a little bit more. Um, and of course, join the Nerd Herd. Support the cause. Uh, every Nerd Herd membership, I will say, it, it doesn't go to, hey, I'm making a living off Dynasty Fantasy Football. It goes to, hey, these are more tools that we can build to help you be exactly what I talked about before, win championships. That's my goal. Is I just build tools that I want to help me build championships and I share them with everybody else. Like that's what I do. And I, and I, and I know what I need and I know what I want from playing so long. And so does Matt Absolutely. and so does Jared. So we like, all have visions we of what know. we're looking for. Yep. And with this app about to drop soon, you know, just remember soon that this is like the first face of the app. We have so much more to come. So we much, so more. many, we have so many more tools to come. <clears throat> so the nerd hurt, if you've been a part of the nerd for nine years, you get a test. If you've been here for five years, we're, if you've been here for three <clears throat> years, you can test the amount of like, once you're in, how it just keeps piling on what you get on top of that. So, like, your initial investment just grows and grows for all the tools we get. And I can promise you, from the bottom of my heart and from everything we do here, that that's what we're going to continue to do yep. is build the tools to help you win and give you the information that we feel is best. Um, and we just want to be right more than we're wrong because nobody's right 100% of the time. And we'll honor our misses and we'll, we'll, we'll overly brag about our hits. Yep. But that's the way it is. So leave us a rating review. We appreciate it. If you have any questions during the draft or after the draft, I'm on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. I'm at Jared Wackerly. So I haven't done that in a while. wack a lack a ding so, Have fun this week. Enjoy it. I hope your Dynasty teams are in position to get better, and I hope your favorite NFL teams can get better this weekend, too. Uh-huh. I hope none of them will get better than my Cleveland Browns, but we can all dream. We're winning the Super Bowl. Have fun. Adios.